Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, it's Johanna, your reader for today. Today is Wednesday, the 3rd of January and the 22nd of Tevet on the Hebrew calendar. This week, our parasha, or portion from the Torah, is called Shemot, which means names. And today, we will be starting in Exodus 3, verse 1 through 15. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Now Moshe was tending the flock of his father-in-law Yitro, the priest of Midian. So he led the flock to the farthest end of the wilderness, coming to the mountain of God, Horeb. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from within a bush. So he looked and saw the bush burning with fire, yet it was not consumed. Moshe thought, I will go now and see this great sight. Why is the bush not burnt? When the Lord saw that he turned to look, he called to him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moshe, Moshe. So he answered, Hineni. Then he said, Come no closer. Take your sandals off your feet, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Yitzchak and Yaakov. So Moshe hid his face because he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt and have heard their cry because of their slave masters, for I know their pains. So I have come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians, to bring them up out of that land into a good and large land, a land flowing with milk and honey, into the place of the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Now behold, the cry of Bnei Israel has come to me. Moreover, 
I have seen the oppression that the Egyptians inflicted on them. Come now, I will send you to Pharaoh so that you may bring my people, Bnei Israel, out from Egypt. But Moshe said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring Bnei Israel out of Egypt? So he said, I will surely be with you. So that will be the sign to you that it is I who have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God on this mountain. But Moshe said to God, Suppose I go to Bnei Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask me, What is his name? What should I say to them? God answered Moshe, I am who I am. Then he said, You are to say to Bnei Israel, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moshe, You are to say to Bnei Israel, The Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, has sent me to you. This is my name forever, and the name by which I should be remembered from generation to generation. That was Exodus 3, 1 through 15. Our second portion today is 2 Samuel chapter 10, and it is our portion from the prophets. It came about after this that the king of the children of Ammon died, and his son Hanun reigned in his place. Then David thought, let me show kindness to Hanun, son of Nachash, just as his father showed kindness to me. So David sent word by the hand of his servants to comfort him concerning his father. But when David's servants arrived at the land of the children of Ammon, the princess of the children of Ammon said to Hanun, their lord, Do you think that David is really honoring your father because he has sent consolers to you? Has not David sent his servants to you in order to explore the city, to spy it out, and to overthrow it? So Hanun seized David's servants, shaved off one side of their beards, cut off their garments in the middle of their buttocks, and sent them away. When they informed David, he sent word to meet them, for the men were greatly humiliated. The king said, Stay in Yericho until your beards grow, then return. Now when the children of Ammon saw that they had become a stench to David, the children of Ammon sent and hired the Arameans of Betelchov and the Arameans of Tzova, 20,000 foot soldiers, and the king of Maka with 1,000 men, plus 12,000 men from Tov. When David heard about it, he sent Joab and the whole army, the mighty warriors. The children of Ammon came out and lined up in battle array at the entrance of the gate, while the Arameans of Zobah and Rechov and the men of Tov and Maka were by themselves in the field. When Yoav saw that there was a battle line against him, front and rear, he chose all of his best troops of Israel. 
and arrayed them against the Arameans. But the rest of the troops he committed to the command of his brother Avishai, and he arrayed them against the children of Ammon. Then he said, If the Arameans are too strong for me, then you will help me. But if the children of Ammon are too strong for you, then I will come to help you. Chazak, and let us take courage for the sake of our people and for the cities of our God. And may the Lord do what is good in his eyes. So Joab and the troops with him advanced to battle against the Arameans, and they fled before him. When the children of Ammon saw that the Arameans had fled, they likewise fled before Avishai and withdrew into the city. Then Joab returned from assaulting the children of Ammon and went to Jerusalem. When the Arameans saw that they had been defeated by Israel, they regrouped. Hadad Ezel sent word and brought out the Arameans from across the river, and they came to Helam with Hadadezer's army commander Shobach before them. When David was told, he gathered all Israel together, crossed the Jordan, and went to Helam. The Arameans arrayed their lines against David and fought him, but the Arameans fled before Israel. David killed seven hundred charioteers of the Arameans and forty thousand horsemen and struck down Shobach, the commander of their army, so he died there. When the vassal kings of Hadadezel saw that they had been defeated by Israel, they made peace with Israel and became servants to them. Then the Arameans were afraid to help the children of Ammon any more. That was Second Samuel chapter 10. And now our portion today from the writings is Psalm 77. For the music director, on Yedutun, a psalm of Asaf. My voice to God, and I cried out, My voice to God, and he heard me. In the day of my trouble I seek my Lord. At night my hand stretches out untiringly. My soul refuses to be comforted. I remember God and I moan. I muse and my spirit grows faint. Selah, you hold my eyelids open. I am so troubled I cannot speak. I ponder the days of old, the years long ago. In the night I remember my song. I meditate in my heart and my spirit is searching. Will the Lord reject forever and never again show favor? Has his mercy van vanished forever? Has his mercy come to an end forever? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Or has he in anger withdrawn his mercies? Selah. Then I said, It wounds me that the right hand of Elion has changed. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will muse about your wonders of old. I will meditate also on all your work and consider your deeds. O oh God, your way is holy. What God is great like God? You are the God who works wonders. 
you have made your power known among the peoples. With your arm you redeemed your people, the children of Yaakov and Yosef, Selah. The waters saw you, O God. The waters saw you and writhed. The depths shook. The clouds poured out water. The skies resounded. Your arrows flashed back and forth. The sound of your thunder was in the whirlwind. Lightning lit up the world. The earth trembled and shook. Your way was in the sea and your path in the mighty waters, but your footprints were not seen. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moshe and Aaron. That was Psalm 77. Our portion, our final portion for today is from the Apostles, and it is Luke 7, verse 1 through 23. When Yeshua finished all his drash in the hearing of the people, he entered Kfar Nechum. Now a certain centurion had a valued slave who was ill and about to die. When he heard about Yeshua, he sent Jewish elders to him, asking him to come and save his slave. When they came to Yeshua, they begged him earnestly, saying, He is worthy for you to grant this, for he loves our people, and even built our synagogue. Now Yeshua started to go with them, and when he wasn't far from the house, the centurion sent friends to say to him, Master, do not trouble yourself for I am not worthy for you to come under my roof. That is why I didn't consider myself worthy to come to you, but say the word and let my servant be healed. For I also am a man under authority, with soldiers under me. I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to my servant, do this, and he does it. Now, when Yeshua heard this, he was amazed at him. Turning to the crowd following him, he said, I tell you, not even in Israel have I found such great faith. When those who had been sent returned to the house, they found the slave in good health. The next day, Yeshua traveled to a place, a town called Nain. And coming along with him were his disciples and a large crowd. Just as he came near the town gate, behold, a dead man was being carried out, the only son of a mother, a widow. A considerable crowd from the town was with her. When the Lord saw her, he felt compassion for her and said, Don't cry. Then he came up and touched the coffin, and the pallbearers came to a standstill. He said, Young man, I tell you, get up. The dead man sat up and began speaking, and Yeshua gave him to his mother. Fear took hold of them all, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has appeared among us, and God has visited his people. This report concerning him spread throughout all Judea and the surrounding region. Yohanan's disciples reported to him about all these things, calling two of his disciples. Yohanan sent them to the Lord, saying, 
Are you the one who is to come? Or should we look for another? When they appeared before him, the men said, Yohanan the Immerser sent us to you, saying, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? At this very hour he was healing many of diseases, sicknesses, and evil spirits, and he granted sight to many who were blind. And answering he said to them, Go, report to Yohanan what you saw and heard, the blind see, the lame walk. Those with tzarat are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news proclaimed to them. Blessed is he who is not led to stumble because of me. That was Luke 7, verses 1 through 23, and it concludes our readings for today. If you're reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Galatians 5 today also. Well, thanks again for following along with us, and I pray that you have a blessed day, that you will go in the encouragement of the Word of God and in the strength of His grace. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom to you from Israel. Until next time.